Andy, because uh, as of this What You Eat an episode recording uh-huh. and the uh, last recording of our dear podcast here, I've been pillowless. Yeah, Only wh- one where pillow. Is where is the pillow? On the couch. I don't know. I'm turning your volume down because it is too loud. Um, I don't know where your pillow was. I thought you put it somewhere. I did notice that the other day <laughs> when somebody else needed a pillow on this couch. Where's the pillow? I didn't take your pillow, Andy. I feel like I'm being accused. Yeah, you did. You <laughs> took it. You're putting it between your little legs at night. Well, oh wait, that's me that does that. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's you. That does that. <laughs> so how you doing, Dan? Oh boy, Andy, it's just uh, life keeps getting better. <laughs> does it? Oh yeah. Ever since uh, around six months ago, uh, six months ago uh-huh. or so, <laughs> it's just been an, uh, a climb straight to the top for me yeah and not like those uphill climbs that are bad either it's been good you like you're an uphill climber you uh-huh. go to the, you go to the stair machine at the gym uh-huh. that you definitely go to yeah especially right now oh i've been going to the gym andy <laughs> it's open 24 hours a day and i'm there 23 of them <laughs> <laughs> the other hour is uh this podcast oh yeah it's 23 and me <laughs> It's almost a joke. <laughs> I've been to my gym, I think, three times mm. since March, and I regret even going those times. Well, People don't wear the masks in there even when they're supposed to. Th- here's the rule in the gym, Dan. Mm-hmm. Since you have to wear the mask only when you're walking around between machines, well, but you can take it off whenever you're working out, mm. you know, when you're, when you're huffing and puffing oh, yeah. and spitting on people. Probably the the most risky situation you could possibly put yourself into. You like to get on a rowing machine that's just exactly uh, parallel to another rowing machine where the person is facing the other way. So you're essentially just (laughs) breathing in Uh each other's out breaths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Baby birding. Yeah. Well, that's like (laughs) that's uh, that's like lung conditioning, like uh, (laughs) like you do in Colorado. Uh Uh, You go up to the mountains, except you just breathe in somebody else's. you know, reverse breaths. It's uh, like reverse CPR. I'm not going to say whether it's car- <laughs> carbon monoxide or carbon dioxide uh, because I made that mistake on the show it's once. Dioxide, my man. <laughs> hey. Carbon monoxide is the one we test with that little machine right there. Mm, wow. Mm. Andy is pointing to uh, what appears to be a cardboard box with some buttons drawn on it <laughs> that, that he's put together. Uh, no, looks no, like no, maybe Dan. a creation of one of his students. You're- you're, you you misread my point. That's my son. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, he, he tests the carbon. That's monoxide. Walt. Yeah. W period, A period, L period, T. Mm-hmm. No period on the T. Wow. <laughs> I made him. Well. <laughs> you want to meet his mom? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming it's the computer that we're recording on right now. <laughs> uh, by the looks of his, his robot mm-hmm. uh, stature. Andy. I got pretty strong breath. You think I'm breathing out carbon trioxide? <laughs> <laughs> Is that a thing? Hey. hey, we know we got a lot of chemists <laughs> listening. <laughs> Tweeted us. Tell us about uh-huh. carbon trioxide. Yeah. It's got three oxygens. 
Dan's a triple threat. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, that's why they call me a triple threat because of my deadly ozone. <laughs> Was there a wrestler called Triple Threat? Who am I? I'm thinking Triple H. Triple H. Triple H. Okay. Mm-hmm. Not never been a big wrestling mm-hmm. person, but I've somehow like I have all this wrestling trivia and knowledge. Yeah. And I think it may be from playing N64 games. Yeah. Or the thousands of hours of podcasts that you've consumed in oh, your that's life. True. That podcasters tend to like wrestling mm-hmm. say like 70 percent of them i started this story and I'll, I'll lead into the story by asking you a question did you play those n64 wcw games oh i mean i i definitely played uh wcw versus nwo 1999 that's the one i'm thinking of. like it was going out of style mm-hmm. but uh, other that was the only one so my sting i believe it was my uncle josh in california i've got an uncle who's uh six years older than me and um my aunt uh to whom he is married, is mm. three years older than me, which is pretty cool. Unky like, J. Unky J, oh, sure. Yeah, okay. No, you go by Unky Danny. That's a thing, right? <laughs> is that where that's from? I, We've definitely said Unky on the show I, before. I definitely don't go by that yet because uh, <laughs> my niece cannot yet pronounce that many syllable, syllables in a row. Uh, neither can I. But, uh, yes, my girlfriend has on, on occasion yeah. referred to me as Unky Danny. <laughs> my... um. Uncle and aunt Josh and Kelly, very cool people, not that much older than me, were peers. It's really neat to have uh, an aunt and uncle that are cool. peers. Anyway, Josh, growing up, I, I kind of idolized him. He had an N64, and uh, he, w- we would just get to play it anytime. I think at that point, he was probably out of the house doing, you know, teenager stuff. Sure. At that point, driving, driving his car around, mm-hmm. honking. Yeah. Hitting, hitting down mailboxes is the phrase that came into my head. Wow. Hitting them down. <laughs> Honking and hitting down mailboxes. Can you tell that I was um, <laughs> deeply, profoundly Christian yeah, in I high like, school? I don't, I don't know that this was your 16-year-old <laughs> experience. It certainly was not mine. I, I was not honking I was peeled out in a, in a, on a cul-de-sac in oh, front yeah. of my bandmates when I was like 18. Mm-hmm. And it is by far the coolest thing I've yeah. ever done. Now, I was just trying to um, be weird with my car because sure. I saw them coming, and I accidentally peeled all the way out, like a full 180-degree turn. I've never been cooler. That's left, a, left a big old, big old uh, skid mark, <laughs> set of skid marks mm-hmm. in the cul-de-sac. Uh, pretty yeah. sure the neighbors did not appreciate that, mm-hmm. but my friends applauded me. That's, now, that's the one time I was cool in high school. So, so you, you removed your underwear. <laughs> Uh-huh. What next? Toss them on the I always sack. drive pantsless. Uh-huh. Cuz the skid marks. No, I got it and I was trying to ignore what you were doing and then you drove off at a moderate speed. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay. Anyway. That's <laughs> disgusting. Break on. It's really gross, Dan. Hey. I wish you wouldn't have done that. Now, I'm I'm not going to pretend that I wasn't searching for a different phrase to use because mm-hmm. of that phrase, mm-hmm. but I could mm-hmm. not <laughs> come up with anything. I else. <laughs> We could just add that phrase to the uh, lexicon of things that we just pretend not to understand on the show. Yeah, Dan, I tried. <laughs> I was trying to do just that. Anyway, I, I was, I've been cool once in my life. Uh, mm. So this is not even that great of a story, mm. and we've already ambled around it. Sure. I say we. I. Mm. You didn't even interrupt. No, this I'm is here. me. This is just talking to me and what that, what is, what that is like. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, I had to talk to my grandma, who was probably like, you know, 55, 60 or something mm-hmm. at the time, to take me to a rental place so I could go rent the wrestling game. I had it in my head. Oh, I wanted yeah. to rent that. I think it was probably because 
uh, a friend had it or something, and I thought it'd be fun to play with my uncles. I don't know. And we went to the rental place, and you know how it used to be, because I know we have so many young people listening. Oh, yeah. Uh, There's no one. Way too young to understand this kind of experience. Uh Uh-huh. You'd get the box with the game. Like, the the, the game box would be on the shelf, Mm. and behind it would be, like, this clear box with the actual cartridge that you would take out. Well, this WCW game, pretty sure WCW versus NWO, Mm -hmm. uh, was was gone. Was gone. I was very sad. Yeah. Um, It's a bummer of an experience. Yeah. And I I think I, I I, I may be wrong about this, but I think I had, was going to try to rent Conqueror's Bad Fur Day instead because I was definitely not allowed to rent that when my parents were in charge. Mm -mm. You still shouldn't be. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it's true. You should stick clear of that, Andy. I do work with children. <laughs> no, I, I d- definitely did rent it later and play that game. But anyway, yeah. I saw these two um, teens. Mm-hmm. They looked like filthy little teens mm-hmm. come in and saw the, just saw them turn something into the, the bin, you know, in the rental place. And I knew that those kids had rented WCW versus NWO and they just turned it in. I knew in my heart that it was true. They had matching Kane and Undertaker shirts <laughs> on. <laughs> no, they did not have wrestling shirts on. I just knew from the look of them. And I went up to the person working the counter and said, mm-hmm. could you go check in the bin? I'm pretty sure those guys just turned in the WCW game. And she said, no, I just, I mean, I just emptied the bin. Like, I just did this. Yeah. And I was like, no, I'm, I'm pretty sure that they did. And they did, Dan. Wow. She went and checked and they had it, those two insane. kids. Yeah. So she's like, wow. And then she, we, we, I rented the game and played it with my uncles and stuff and it was a good time. Is she should just given it to you no charge and charged them <laughs> late fees. Yeah. <laughs> now, what I should have done is reach my hand, reach my little boy hand mm, down in that bin because I had yeah. a little hand that could fit through the oh, yeah. <laughs> hole in Absolutely. there. Absolutely. The bane of Blockbuster's existence. That's what put them out. Not Netflix. <laughs> little hands. Little hands. Reaching down <laughs> in those bins, getting the recently returned videos, Andy. Yep. I love Blockbuster. I miss, I miss, you know, I, I guess I just maybe miss that time in my life more. I probably wouldn't frequent Blockbuster, even if it were still around mm-hmm. today. But uh, I, I used to go in there and I would just rent the same movie over and over again. Huh. Mortal Kombat, the, the 1996. It's fun. Uh, but why? Just because I liked Mortal Kombat and I liked I liked video games and I liked movies, so I was like, okay, well, this is the dopest thing that's ever existed. And I clearly remember like going in there, and maybe I was not allotted a rental from my parents during this visit. Maybe uh-huh. it was just so that they could get the hottest new Lake Placid. Uh, For some reason, I looked at your parents and mm-hmm. what I thought. You know, I've, I've met your parents. Sure. And I've met your mom more than your dad, but I've definitely mm-hmm. met both your parents on occasion. It's like they're going to get body heat. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but any erotic thriller, <laughs> big in the howl asshole, howl asshole. Uh, the howl asshole. Ha- what they asshole. call you? Yes, but I would literally like if I if I was only allotted one rental and maybe I decided not to get Mortal Kombat that, mm. that time. I remember. Finding the Mortal Kombat case, getting the either VHS or DVD, whatever. I'm sure I rented it on both formats. Yeah. From behind the actual case and then hiding it in the blockbuster, like putting it behind another so movie. So somebody else couldn't get it. So that somebody else could not get it. Mm-hmm. Oh, 
I have done that as an adult at Entertain Mart. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I think I have, too. Well, here's the thing. Well, okay. We can talk about this at Entertain Mart because the, the problem is that vintage stock is right down the road. Mm-hmm. And you spend your time whenever they have the sale to get the five movies for $20. Yep. And it's always the fifth one mm-hmm. that takes an hour to find. Oh, yeah. But then you're like, oh, what if, what if they have this one movie on my list at, at Vintage Stock, and then I'm able to go find the same movies there and whatever, mm-hmm. and I can make this work. So then what you do is go and hide those puppies wow. somewhere else. Oh, yeah. Because, like, Lord forbid, somebody else get this copy of Cloud Atlas uh-huh. that you've been holding on to, because you just got to have all the Wachowski movies uh-huh. in your collection. Sure. Sitting Even the problematic for- ones. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> let's not get into it, but I think that movie gets a little bit of a bad rap. Sure. <laughs> I can tell you why. <laughs> I've never seen it, but yeah. I have always wanted to because I'm a huge fan mm-hmm. of the Wachowskis, some of my favorite filmmakers, Andy. They're making the point mm-hmm. that all people yeah. are just bodies in space. Uh-huh. That's the whole idea. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll have you notice that the people that complain about that movie are uh-huh. uh, yeah. all white people. Uh-huh. So anyway, <laughs> let's keep going. <laughs> oh, boy, Andy. Let's talk about let's talk about rentals a little bit more. For real. <laughs> Please, yeah. No, no, absolutely. I love this. Mm-hmm. Turning 17, it was the most momentous birthday for me of any of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, of more than 21. Sure. I didn't drink till a month after I turned 21, and yeah. even then I I walked over a mile to the bar cuz I was so afraid mm-hmm. of the effect one beer would have what on, on my brain the mud lounge. Mm. Sarah Scharfenberg picked out the beer. Jason wow. Crow bought it for me previous Twice previous guest, Jason Crow. Wow. One of two guests on the Tower Club mm. that we've ever had. Insane. Anyway, I, 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 I could now rent anything I wanted. And at that point, I was allowed to drive the car, you know, to make short trips, not sure. just to school. I could oh, go absolutely. do stuff. So I would go to Family Video. That was the best one. Mm-hmm. It was just right down the road. I Listeners to, know why it's the best one, why you liked it so much. Well, they do have an adult section that I never went inside. I know what you're getting at. <laughs> Listeners know. I wasn't saying anything. I never, you implied buddy, that. Buddy, I've never been in any adult section. Wow. Um, I'll save my line about that for whenever anyone sees me in person. Because I've Dan knows I've got a little line I say about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I... I there were three different places I would go, and I loved movies already. Mm-hmm. But I, I miss just walking around. Oh yeah, I would go to again, very similar to what we were talking about. What I was talking about with Entertain Mart, Family Video would do. I think it was rent five movies for four dollars or something mm-hmm. for seven days. You get the first four immediately, and you got to find that fifth. And the choice of the fifth takes like an hour. Oh yeah, so just walk around. This is before. This is before podcasts. So I didn't have something Ooh. to listen to. Yeah, so I would just no walk good. around and agonize about what to watch. I, I discovered the band of the Killers because they would play music videos up there and they had the song Somebody Told Me. And Hot Fuss wasn't even out yet. Wow. And so this is not like a brag. It's just I think about that. And it's like, who, who would have thought that band would be one that we pretend are big rock stars? For yeah, the next yeah 20 one that years. we pretend are uh, big enough to headline festivals, mm-hmm. but everybody knows they're not. Yeah. Really strange. I, you know, I'm on the same page with you here, Andy, and yeah. I, I don't want to dig too deep into it. It's because of Europe. It's they, they're huge in oh, Europe yeah. for real. They're sure. huge in oh, Europe, absolutely. But for and some why reason, they, be? they still headline the big festivals here. I don't, I don't get it. 
that you know that's what's wrong it's this globalist stuff you know what with it's Europeans. good that music is over no more concerts <laughs> yeah, yeah i was literally texting with blake today uh, about concerts and i started welling up andy uh, <laughs> I, yeah. I i want to go to concerts again so bad well i saw you know how facebook will do the little thing about you've been friends with this person mm-hmm. for so long sure i saw that i've Today was apparently 13 years ago. I became friends with Brant, the guy that played drums in wow. Sister City for two and a half years. Mm-hmm. You know, just a small, a small chunk of our sure. friendship. And of course, half of those pictures were like embarrassing pictures of me <laughs> 30 pounds ago, very skinny and shirtless. <laughs> like, oh, get out of here with this. this. I don't need to be reminded about this at oh, yeah. any level. And you don't want to yeah. put yourself next to Brant in, in, in that scenario no. either. Because he's a tree of a man. He's he, an Adonis. Yes, he is. Look at him. <laughs> Folks, we, look him up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I got a little teary-eyed looking and thinking about mm, that today. It's good stuff. Yeah, I'm excited about the future, playing with people now. Sure. You'll we hear. got concerts on the books, Andy. We have concert tickets. We do. Like, like That's one thing I forget about all the time. I have several. Yeah. Several. Uh, We've got Pearl Jam and mm-hmm. Rage Against the Machine. Those are just the two that you and I have together. Absolutely. I've still got Wilco and Slater Kenny mm-hmm. tickets. Arches of Loaf. Nope. That one got canceled Done. outright have a few more also anyway i'm sure we'll talk about this a dozen more times oh, yeah, before absolutely. they happen we definitely will anyway dan you've been eating anything other than the restaurant we're going to talk about today oh andy i thought you would never ever ask I believe you <laughs> <laughs> as we teased on the last episode of spring food mode the last mainline episode uh for the commoners who don't pay for the good stuff the plebs yes we we talked about uh me going back to leslie's mexican Mm -hmm. supermarket to try that torta again and andy i did i tried it immediately after recording Uh on sunday went back grabbed one for my girlfriend one for me i I was gonna ask if it was you or if it was anomalisa that tried it anomalisa really (laughs) Charlie Kaufman and the Zeitgeist yeah, right now. I know. Don't, I would, don't care for it. I wish I had seen Anomalisa. I could maybe. It's sad. Don't, jokes. Yeah, don't it watch seems it. depressing. Yeah, me and Anomalisa, we we had two tortas there, Andy. Barbacoa, again, was looking to recreate that just delicious torta I had mm-hmm. the first time. And I got to say, you were totally right. It, it was uh, kind of a freak accident, that first one with the crispy roasted beef tendrils this one was very fatty just a lot of uh fatty fatty roast meat um also this one came with avocado on it which i don't believe the first one did and definitely threw my girlfriend for a loop yeah uh absolutely messed up her stomach she can't even have like just a just a little bit can't even take it off of something gets you get a pee back in the kitchen to get some droplets on there too or no Hey, I don't, you know, I peeked back there. Everybody was fully masked on this particular trip, uh, but I did ask for droplets. So, hope uh, you know, I don't know. I, I'm not trying to police them working back there. Uh, yeah, definitely a huge letdown. We <laughs> did not like it uh, very much. I, I mean, it was all right. But then, you know, the more I thought about it. It's supermarket food. Mm-hmm. So like American supermarket food, that's like the lowest end version of that restaurant. Generous. Of food. You're being very generous. You know, 
I, you know, I was just trying to like, because I think we were working under the assumption that because it's a Mexican supermarket, that it would be the most authentic hmm. of that type of food. But then I was thinking about how like food from price cutters behind the counter is not a great approximation yeah. of well, just food. We always like romanticize authentic food. Sure. I, I don't mean you and I mm -hmm. or you and me rather, because it's very important that we mm -hmm. get our. Uh, our our diction correct yeah here. grammaticism <laughs> uh I, I think we romanticize authenticity maybe a little more than we should because mm -hmm. a lot of food is probably authentically bland or bad so like that very well yep. could have been very sure. authentic like what you get out in the street and i liked i liked all this corn stuff that i got mm -hmm. and i really liked that bar the barbacoa fries that, yeah. I, that i got but this may be a more accurate representation oh by the way we, we kept we kept comparing it to Tacos El Gordo. I don't mm -hmm. know if we talked about that you on, on mic. Because whenever, uh, not every time, but a lot of times whenever we've done band practice recently, um, future guest, Colin, mm. will bring a Tacos El Gordo, just a big box of four Ooh. different, like four type, four of four different types of tacos. Wow. Just a total of 16 tacos. Sweet 16. And we'll munch down on those. And they are just wonderful. Like, it's one of the yeah. best restaurants in town. I'm moving a little closer. To oh, them. nice. I'm, I'm very excited to be a little closer yeah. to Tacos on Gordo because it's been a while. Gordo's like one of the revelations of doing the show. Mm. It's just that's, that so place good. is truly special. And so it's real hard. It was really hard to not compare it to Tacos on Gordo, to mm -hmm. compare Leslie's to Tacos on Gordo for me. Just because. I, I ate it at the exact in the sure. exact same context that I usually do El Gordo, and it just doesn't even come close. Yeah. Not just not even close. To Absolutely. Good. No, I I, I fully agree. Yeah. On, on the taco front alone, just uh, different foods almost. Now, Andy. Yeah, keep going. Sorry. I had I I had to make sure that I wasn't just some kind of brain dead non torta liking freak. Mm hmm. So I made another stop just a couple of days ago, maybe yesterday night, even. Which tacos El Champu. Mm -hmm. It's a shampoo. Shampoo, yeah. Which you spoke of recently, apparently. Not recently. I on think it was on our first ever. What oh, you wow. Eaten. Okay. Yeah. I knew I had heard the name before. Eight months ago, Dan. Oh, wow. Um, this is our eighth What You Eat. That is wild. Yep, isn't it? Oh, I had no clue, Andy. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, you spoke about it on our very first episode of What <laughs> You Eat, and sounds like. Um, and I totally remembered that and didn't ask you if you had ever heard of them at all or anything like that. Went and got a barbacoa torta from there, Andy, because mm. I just had to, I had to know. For context, this is like across from South Haven, right? By is this by Ace Hardware on yes, Campbell? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. There's three food little, trucks in that parking lot. Oh, there's three now. Yeah, yeah. The one is called Knocked Out, which is like I think general American food with like a boxing theme, which seems to be weirdly popular around here. Yeah. Uh, and then the taco place, and then a place like I think it's just called Wood Fire Pizza. There's a pizza truck Whoa. there. Yeah. No, I've been meaning to discuss this with you. The possibility of doing a uh, triple threat uh, Ace Hardware parking lot. Hey, episode. Mr. Triple Threat himself. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Why not? Had to get the torta from up there, Andy. Had mm. to go barbacoa on Shampoo's menu. The barbacoa is listed as head meat. That's wild. Did not know that. I seriously doubt that most of the barbacoa I've had in my life is head meat. Didn't even take to Wikipedia to find out if that is uh, the case, that it is traditionally head meat. I'm guessing the barbacoa, the mm -hmm. best item on the menu at Chipotle, sure. 
is not head, not meat. head meat. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm thinking too, Andy. Uh, boy, this uh, this is one of the, the grosser things I've ever <laughs> eaten, Andy. And wow. Truly, like the, the taste and everything, uh, your standard torta, nice buttery bread. Yeah, the the meat was well seasoned, uh, but it it was very fatty, and there were a couple pieces that were cubes of not quite fat, not gristle, uh, but just very clearly uh, actual connective, uh-huh. like I I don't collagen. What what's your nose made of? <laughs> Cartilage. <laughs> Cartilage. Yes. I was, so I got some uh, almost perfect uniform cubes of that in there. Uh, only finished about half of this bad mm. boy. I really, uh, it's going to be a while, I think, before I can even have a torta again after those last two, Andy. And it's a, <laughs> it's a real bummer because I love, Dan, I love tortas. You can see me looking at the, uh-huh. at the timestamp. I see that. It's because I'm going to tell you that the theme that I'm going to do for the segment is called Dan. <laughs> <laughs> You were really leering over at the the timestamp over there. Like, are we not recording? <laughs> What's going on? Okay, yes. Yeah, I... I uh. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> you know what? Like Kendrick said. <laughs> that's good, though. Yeah. <laughs> it's just going to be a bunch of blank space <laughs> there. Let's not do any more of that. But okay. I could, you understand, I could not resist no, sure. that one. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, I, I get it. But yeah, that's that's my torta journey. Um, had another follow up piece from our last week's episode, Andy. The heralded news segment, the gift. Mm. <laughs> you got <laughs> a gift, a gift. Mm-hmm. I took the other gift home with me, Andy, or and rather, I kept it in my car with the hopes of pawning it off on somebody else. And I did, Andy. Yeah. I got rid of the other gift, oh. the Captain America bust. For my money, the better of the two gifts, the one that you denied. Oh. Uh, much like Peter. <laughs> <laughs> you denied it for me three times. I tried to give it to you. I don't think that's true. <laughs> I should have poured our, our Tasty Tank 7 into, or my Tasty Tank 7 into I know, the other yeah, thing Yeah, you definitely should have. Yeah, You have to make me a guarantee that you will... Uh, Anytime we have a high-profile guest, you will drink your coffee out. Of Why not? Yoda sure. Park. I mean, it's it is a goblet. There is no handle, it's so I'm so just going to be eating it with oh, two, yeah. eating it, drinking it with two hands. Yeah, you're going to burn your hands too because it's not made of like thick <laughs> ceramic. It's it's definitely yeah. It's going to burn you up. Uh, yeah, gave gave the uh, little statuette or bust to uh, old barista Barry himself, oh, Richie cool. Relax of uh, whipped cream and other delights. Yeah. Gave that to him. I miss that. I miss that I know. man. I've not seen him in so long. I see him every once in a while. And Andy, he's so much fun. We record these bad boys on Wednesday nights. And if we didn't, I would probably be getting into his D&D league that he's setting oh. up. I've never been a part of a campaign before. Nice. And he's invited me a couple times. But alas, we got to record this podcast, mm. Andy. It's just too important. Why haven't I been invited? Um, I think I, you said something about you stinking <laughs> like, <laughs> dirt. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like him. <laughs> I know they that they the, the the family said that they wanted to come over and play D and D with me when mm-hmm. I was uh, uh, laid up. Oh yeah, uh, in January, that didn't happen. But yeah. also, I had no energy to do anything. So. Sure. Yeah. No, they I got a big old table over there. Real great little setup going on. I've been there. He took my. Uh, 
bust and gave me in turn a delicious whipped cream and other delights breakfast sandwich mm. this morning, Andy. Vegan all the way. I'm talking egg, sausage, and English muffin. So tasty. Vegan I, chicken laid that egg? Is that the... Vegan chicken laid the egg. <laughs> <laughs> vegan pig, you ground up, make the sausage. <laughs> and uh, the, also the uh, English muffin was vegan, which I guess typically you make those with milk. With- so even that was a task. Mm. Uh, boy, really, really good. They change yeah, up the menu really every single week, but I had never had the breakfast sandwich before. I could not believe how well Rachel was able to replicate the sandwich of like an egg yolk. Yeah. It was insane. She's kind of she's so, incredible. So yeah, yeah, no, she's a magician. Just today, I saw their post about uh, the food, and I was like, "Oh man, I'll I'm gonna get I'm gonna go up there and get that this oh, yeah. week." And then I realized it was noon on Wednesday. Uh-huh. Um, that in yeah. fact today was the day that uh-huh. they did it. Anyway, time is weird. Yeah. Got to get up there before noon on Wednesday. Um, today was Wednesday, so I worked from home, Dan, and we are not reviewing a traditional restaurant this Sunday. And look, we're not going to spoil it. Wow. We're going to have to wait to the end of the show for that segment mm-hmm. that Dan invented last oh, week yeah. that is called the preheat <laughs> that I totally remembered. It's based on your segment <laughs> <laughs> that you made up. Yeah. <laughs> um. We don't have anywhere to eat this week, mm. and maybe we'll get into exactly what that's going to entail. This is going to be this is like one of the most labor intensive episodes for me, yeah, just for, for me, for literally one of yeah. us. Yeah, well, uh, no, you're coming too. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I, I have, forgot. <laughs> I have to go on a an actual road trip uh-huh. to get what we're going to review for our next episode. How how, how far are we talking, Andy? Um, well, I think it's gonna be. I think it's like 101 miles or something. My God. Wait, no, that, that can't be right. That can't be right. Because it's like sixty it's like sixty one to seventy five minutes or something. Okay. But we're actually gonna go a little bit further to go to another place. But it does, sure. this doesn't matter. Wow, we're talking a a full day out of this. Boy, and oh, I, am I excited. Day. Yeah. How wonderfully be stupid. Honest, way more excited about the road trip. Yeah. <laughs> That's not true. I'm excited. I don't know why I said that. I'm excited about I'm both. I'm excited for both. Yeah. I'm absolutely. really excited for both. Yeah, but yeah it's gonna be Kind of a of a special episode mm-hmm. of Spring Food Mo, much like a uh, we're well, I guess we can let the cat out of the bag. We're going to be discussing um, d- drunk driving. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, mm-hmm. Dan, that's pretty loaded. Yeah, Andy's gonna try to drive drunk. <laughs> Seventy five minutes. So out not of true. <laughs> this is so not true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's directly related to something that we have danced around several times that I actively don't want to talk about on the yeah, show. No. Okay. So point is, uh, I- I've been able to like eat at places that I like this week. Wow. And not feel like a big hog. Oh, yeah. Um, I still feel that way. Yeah, it's been nice. But uh, yeah, so I went to had two really, really good meals. Um, had a secret sandwich for lunch today. Mm. Somebody brought that by. Two meals I've had today, Dan. Both, uh, both, pe- both brought to my home by other people. Oh wow! Really, Andy. really wonderful day That's for lovely. me. Yeah, wouldn't have had to leave today if I hadn't had a pesky haircut. Jeez, it looks you know? good though, Thanks. Andy. By the way, owner of that barber shop listens to this show. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Congrats gonna, to him. Not going to spoil it. Who that is? Because sure wish they'd buy some ads. Uh-huh. It's Hudson Hawk, folks. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've been with the same barber for over 10 years, Dan. I oh, followed really? him. This is the third third place he's been employed mm-hmm. that, that he's cut my hair. I, he does so good. I, I've got to cut by other people, and 
honestly, I got a receding hairline, and he's the only one that knows how to cover it up. Well, so. all right. Hey, that's great. Yeah. I love brand loyalty. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Dan, had some secret sandwich today. Wow. Um, I tried the, they had, they had the cashew chicken uh, sandwich, mm. and I, I was disappointed to see that it is just like sliced deli chicken. Oh, really? With cashews and cilantro inside of green onions really? and some cashew sauce. And it was good. I liked it. Yeah. I said I was disappointed to see that it wasn't like chunks of breaded chicken. Sure. Because in my mind, it's similar to the one they have. It was going to be similar to the one they have at Chicago Cheesesteak Company, which I don't think that chicken's breaded, but it is chunked out. Mm-hmm. You know, I just wasn't expecting it. It might be their meat. breaded chicken tender, but it's mm-hmm. not breaded in the way that cashew chicken is breaded. Yes. Yeah, yeah you're right. Um, yeah, they chop it up. Yeah. They chop up a chicken tender yeah. at the cheesesteak. Mm-hmm. Anyway, their bread is so good, Dan. The, the secret sandwich bread is awesome. Um, they don't load their sandwiches down, but like the proportion or load them up, but like yep. the proportions are just right. You know, Dan's looking, it's like a centimeter and a half worth of sliced deli meat, mm. uh, sliced deli meat chicken. And uh, just, just really like the sandwich. The person with whom I dined got a meatball sub and get this, Dan, added jalapenos whoa. to the meatball sub. Whoa, 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 whoa. Real heat head. That's weird. I don't think it was that weird. I mean, why not? Sure. Real weird. <laughs> it's kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. That was better than mine. It was cool. It's just, you know, it's just beef with jalapenos. I mean, it's not as weird as the meatball sub extra mayo, the weird as extra olives. The that weird I as used to. making an extra effort to hang out with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not quite that <laughs> weird. <laughs> they were there for the pinball machines. <laughs> yeah, sure. No, we didn't go there. Oh, okay. This person brought it to my house. Oh, and then left. Mm. Mm. I'm working from home. It's a working lunch. Wow. Anyway, Dan. Uh, also went to Cafe Cusco. Hadn't really? made a hadn't made a trip to Cusco since we re reviewed it for the show. Love with, uh, Cusco. Folks from Scully's, still wonderful people. Mm-hmm. Gonna go see them Friday night. Pretty excited about oh, that. Nice. I'm gonna go to their home. <laughs> oh, uh, I I'm sorry. It's I not thought, true. I thought you were uh, just saying that you were attending the Hooked on Phonics meeting. <laughs> 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 They're all mandated to attend on Friday evenings. Dan, <laughs> joke of the night for Dan. Thank you. <laughs> No, I'm going to go. I got plans to go to Scully's and uh, have some Scully's on Friday. And I'm very wow. excited. So it'll be three, three faves. Get to go try this week. Uh, just got the chicken a copa at uh, Cafe Cusco. Mm. Uh, the person got puka picante. Oh, Both God, the leftovers are in my fridge, Dan. Love it. You can go look at them if you want. I wonder how that puka picante holds up. Reheated. You can go see. <laughs> I don't think this person <laughs> is going to care. Oh, there was something I was going to say, Andy, and now I can't remember. Oh, no. It's too bad we can't edit. Andy, it's just insane how different our, like, eating schedules are. Mm. Because you truly do plan out meals days ahead. Not only do you, like, pre-prep your lunch a lot. Maybe you haven't as much since you haven't been going to work. I do a crock pot. It's just to minimize. minimize. It's time efficient. Sure. Yeah. Big meal prepper. Uh, You're always planning out days ahead what nights you're going to get this stuff. Whenever I tell you, I, me and my girlfriend don't decide what to eat until uh, five minutes before <laughs> I'm hitting the road to go get it. Uh, boy, it, your way sounds much better. <laughs> I mean, I got to say, it's been different since I've been single. Sure. You know, which has been the past year. Mm-hmm. Year one of the show wasn't single. Mm-hmm. Year two have been pretty wow. much, which is fine. Well, you know, 
singles relative. I'm like, more often than not, I've been seeing somebody or more than one person or whatever. But, you know, um, I think previously my life was a lot, my way I did it, the way that I did it was a lot similar to where you did, where the person I was with would just, we would text and whatnot and figure it out, you know, as the workday was wrapping Mm up. But now, (laughs) whenever you don't like live your life in tandem with another person and you have to like make an effort to align your schedule once or twice a week mm-hmm. with someone. It's a lot different. Like that's that's why it's different for me now cuz I have to like plan it, you know. So you're saying I should go to see my girlfriend once or twice a week. <laughs> that's exactly. This was I'm advocating for that. That's <laughs> what this was about. No, I'm just saying our lives our lives have always been different mm. in that way cuz your dynamic was a lot different even before, but sure. they've just become more different now that I am just full on bachelor, you know. Um I don't always plan. I plan out when for the show. That's because I usually just been really busy evenings and stuff. Oh, yeah. uh, family stuff, music stuff. It's a great way to do it. I'm yeah. always impressed by no, uh, sure. by by your your rigorous schedule of eating yeah. crap. I didn't wake up today thinking I was going to have secret sandwiches. The thing that happened, so it doesn't always happen mm. that way. But definitely did have the other ones planned. Definitely plan on going to Scully's in two days. Would love to wake up not knowing I'm going to have secret sandwich, Andy. It was a secret <laughs> until three hours before yeah. I ate it. Queen is a little bit of a secret. Anyway, I don't know. It's uh, 37 minutes oh, in. Dan. Should we get Andy, into, we get into the Street Poorhouse? Uh, sure. Where'd we eat this week? Downing Street Poorhouse. P-O-U-R. One more time, Andy. Downing Street Poorhouse. Wow. P-O-U-R. The one in Springfield. Yes, here. this is an offshoot of not even an offshoot. It seems like it's now the new main gig from the people who did the getting basted food truck, which I believe mm. was based out of Nixa that I could be wrong. And I definitely did not do the research because sure. I didn't want to have my phone on me because it was stressing me out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Blowing up over here, Andy. Yeah, yeah, that was it. I, I had three people start texting me. One of them very serious right as we sat down, <laughs> right as you were going to show up. I gotta do what I always do, which is uh, not engage with these people at all. <laughs> Why don't you read some of those off on air, Andy? Peel one no or two off for the listeners. No chance. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you already said it before, but just wait for the next playlist episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Remember what you eat, Nate, when I was talking about this one <laughs> night? <laughs> this is exactly what I was feeling. Here's a song that sums it up perfectly. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Andy. Downing Street Poorhouse. Mm-hmm. Not on Downing Street. First strike against them. Definitely on Glenstone and Battlefield. Mm-hmm. Yep. Where Jason's Deli used to be. Right next to the Kmart that I used to work at, Andy. Basically attached to it. Mm-hmm. I worked on the other side of the Downing Street Poorhouse wall. Whoa. In the garden section of Kmart. Just literally right there. Would stand there all day long listening to my very first podcasts. They gave us walkies at one point. Mark Marin. Um, it was pr- Doug Loves Movies. Oh yeah, probably. yeah, yeah. Doug oh, Loves right. Movies, we film spotting, some some, some uh, more more movie based podcasts. The Slash Film Cast. Listen to a lot of that. Used to hang out in the garden section there, Andy. They gave us walkie talkies. Yeah. I don't know if you uh, you worked at Target for a while, yes. so you probably know oh, this. That yeah, the, yeah. the headpieces on the walkies they have two different prongs. Mm. One's for you know the the earpiece basically, and the other is for the microphone within the earpiece. So I would just take that bad boy and turn it sideways to where just the auxiliary would plug into my iPod 
And uh, I would just turn off my walkie-talkie. Now, <laughs> and Dan. listen to podcasts through the earpiece. One time I asked... Okay, we were talking about this one time. This had to be like seven or eight years sure. ago, something like this. It was before I moved mm-hmm. and came back. Um, you told me that you listen to podcasts on an iPad. Oh, my God. Yeah, and maybe. I, I was like, you carry that around with you? And you said, Andy, I'm a big guy. They At, fit in my cargo yeah, pocket. There, there was definitely a time where I was shoving an iPad into my pockets. Cargo uh, pocket. Into my cargo pocket. Love this detail. Um, carrying an iPad with me just on the road to listen to stuff in the car. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, that's just how deep this podcast game goes, Andy. <laughs> I love podcasts. And uh, at a time that was all, all my poor little soul had to listen to him on was my <laughs> little iPad, Andy. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, no, I just, I, I always, you know, I keep mine in my pocket. Just like the image of somebody walking around with an iPad <laughs> in a uh, cargo pocket is very yeah. funny to me. Working, working yeah. makes me laugh. It's been almost a decade since I've worked at uh, Kmart, but uh, if you used to shop at that Kmart on Glenstone and Battlefield, if you ever bought any plants from there and they were noticeably uh, dead, overwatered, <laughs> it was definitely because I was listening to podcasts and watering <laughs> flowers for about three-hour chunks at a time, just drowning all the flowers in the department. Also eating berries and jalapenos <laughs> off the- <laughs> Off of the fruiting plants. Wow. That's weird. Fruit plants. It's fruiting a weird plants, thing to do. Fruitful plants. Now, oh, God. Did, I was a little terror. Did you go back there whenever they were closing? Whenever they were doing the... Yeah, uh, I was there on their last day. That was wild that stuff, was crazy. man. I, I went back a couple times over that last week just to just like enjoy it the out. apocalyptic it feeling. It's insane. Yeah. It, I mean... Already, whenever I worked at Kmart, it was already a little apocalyptic. Mm-hmm. What with uh, I myself, I would have to cover like four departments at once, basically. Whoa. Like, whereas at a Walmart, you have like three people per department. At Kmart, it was always three departments per person. Yeah. So, uh, it, you know, it was a lot of that. I was obviously a little terror. Uh, used to break toys for fun. <laughs> used to <laughs> take stuff back in the. Uh, and you're not talking about something for, was for sale. You just like kids' carts when they weren't looking. <laughs> No, no. It, any uh, like squeezable like rubber toy that had like beads in it. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. That stuff that just weird feels weird. I would just twist those until they pop. And man, I j- just letting it out here on this episode, Andy. I don't even know why I'm admitting to all these crimes. <laughs> I'm sure I'm past the statute of alert uh, of elimination. Yes. They can't kill me any longer. It's for definitely it. the worst thing you've ever done in your life, though, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Boy, those were the days, Andy. And uh, were they? <laughs> yeah, yeah, those were the days. Honestly, dude, seven fifty an hour. I've been so nostalgic lately for mm-hmm. Target. Just like working at Target, sure. having a earbud in, task oriented, mm-hmm. just getting it done, not worrying about juggling anybody's emotions, oh, yeah. including mine. Oh, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, and no, I, I didn't hate there, it. Yeah. There's times I wish I could go back. And sell people lawnmowers again by telling them that it's the one my mom had. (laughs) (laughs) Every single lawnmower in that department at Kmart, my mom owned at one point or another. Mm -hmm. Typically right at the moment that uh, the person was asking me. (laughs) Oh, yeah, my mom's got this one. She loves it. (laughs) Now, cuts the heck out of the grass. (laughs) You didn't get commission. No, you were just lying for sport. Well, they're the they're the customers who thought that I would know anything about these different lawnmowers. Me, like, 
17 years old, clearly just <laughs> as dumb as a doornail. My mom asked. Yeah, they would be like, it's your mom picked it. It's ridiculous. <laughs> why did you default to mom? I realized that gender is a construct, but like, why did you default to mom and not dad? My mom does the yard work. Okay. At our house. So it was, <laughs> it's just built. In, yeah. <laughs> so there was like some <laughs> honesty built into your life. <laughs> yeah. It's their fault for like asking me how fast this mower goes or something, thinking I would have I any real world experience. 90. Yeah. Oh, I mean, my, my mom goes to the drag strip in it. <laughs> We just took it out to the drive-in the other night. Yeah. It was great. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Seats, I mean, <laughs> seats four. Yeah, you got to disengage the blade, <laughs> or else you're gonna get in a lot of trouble out there. But yeah, that that's my Kmart experience, Andy. And my point is, it felt good to be on the other side of that I wall. Bet it did felt I good bet it to did. be there, uh, conquering my my previous employer by buying seventy dollars mm. worth of food at Downing Street Poorhouse. <laughs> Yeesh. That was wait. That was seventy. Oh, you got I stuff for uh, an entree for my girlfriend. Yeah. So, but yes, very that's expensive. still a lot. Seventy after tip. Oof. Yeah. On the company card? <laughs> no, I'll, I'm going to reimburse myself. Okay, I gotcha. don't pay for my girlfriend's slop right. on the company card, Andy. Hey, Never. We're, we're paying for some date slop next week. Oh, okay. So yeah, I guess that is no. right. That's cool. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Andy. What'd you try at Downing date Street Poorhouse? Slop. <laughs> Dan, I got a alleged Nashville hot chicken sandwich. Mm-hmm. You want to read that description for me? Oh, Andy, I would just love to. Let me scroll down. To I'm riding it. phoneless. Oh, Much like I goodness. used to ride my car pantsless. I'm riding mm-hmm. my podcast mm-hmm. phoneless tonight. Yeah, you've, you've always been one to ride dirty. Hmm. <laughs> I didn't. Doesn't that mean like having illegal substances or guns in your car? No, it means riding ride with no dirty. underwear on. <laughs> <laughs> like you said, <laughs> where is this hot chicken sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> Who does riding dirty? Come on, that that's Chris? chameleonaire. Chameleonaire. Okay. That, that's a that's a bit of a one hit wonder there, I believe. It's very catchy. He he really blended in on the radio with all the other rappers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, Dan. Well, who that's cares? Pretty good. Here, I'm going to hand you the phone and see if you can locate it. Yikes. I, I believe it's disappeared from the menu. You believe it has. Mm-hmm. Okay, Dan, please don't open any of those other tabs Andy, <laughs> for your own safety <laughs> and the audio on the podcast. You vamp. <laughs> oh, boy. It, and it was it, it did have um, an acronym before it. I believe it was ACAB. <laughs> No. no, Dan, it was DSPH. Yeah, DSPH, Downing Street Poorhouse. <laughs> uh, well, I'm not seeing it either, Dan. Andy had is... some potato skins up here. Started out with those, had a couple appetizers. We both did, yeah. Uh huh. Listed on the menu as just skins. Mm-hmm. These are full halves of a potato, cored out. Two full baked potatoes in this order, just with no potato meat. I wonder what they use that potato meat for. Think they're throwing that on something else? Mashed. It's not on the menu. It's crazy. They have a potato hash Ooh. that's underneath some of the ahi tuna dishes oh. they, they have, Dan. That could be it. It must be because I, I feel like it's a little mm-hmm. piece full of all those potatoes with that. They have a fish sandwich that is $9, and mm-hmm. they have that same fish served over potato hash for $28. Ooh, mm-hmm. Real tasty. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean. Must be some good potato hash, Andy. Maybe. These uh, potato skins, Andy, were served with uh, just some cheddar cheese on top, shredded, along with some 
pretty moderate sized bacon chunks, not like uh, uh, really minced up like you get bacon mm-hmm. bits a lot. These were more chunked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, and the ones that I had, they were st- I only had one of them, mm-hmm. but the, the bacon was all situated to one side too. That may have been mine. because of how it was sitting in my seat. Yeah, it could be. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But you uh, sat on it. G- yeah, yeah. To keep it warm. <laughs> that was the problem. I sit on the Rachel Ray bag. I know the food's warm inside, but I have to keep the bag warm. Mm-hmm. Whenever I called these in and asked for the skins, uh, the person on the other end of the line told me the cheese isn't melted on those. Is that okay? So weird. <laughs> Just like I guess I I didn't want to like modify it because I want to get these dishes how they come in the restaurant. <laughs> you weren't like no. Let me talk to your manager. No. <laughs> Well, I mean, whatever I said, which was definitely just that's fine. Yeah, uh, the cheese was indeed melted mm-hmm. on them when it came. Yeah, yeah melted. I, it looked like a regular potato skin. Don't know if it was just because of the heat of the Rachel Ray bag or my big fat butt, <laughs> but uh, the cheese was uh, perfectly melted. They mm-hmm. were all right, Andy. Yeah, probably would have been better hot, real crispy edges on those. They had really been dug out. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times you'll get. These like the dugout ones are <laughs> yeah. the ones at the dugout yeah. are awesome and they're like not dug out at all. It's just like half potato yeah. with uh, stuff on it. Really tasty. Also, this was just cheese and bacon. Yeah, uh, nothing no chives, nothing else on there. Yeah. None of those actually caramelized onions, mm-hmm. which would have been mm-hmm. really good. Get to those. Um, I did like the outer layer of this a lot. The skins were almost charred. They were so crispy. Really liked the outside. Mm-hmm. Thought these were fine. This is a decent bar snack. Yeah, two dollars a with piece. This. Eight dollars for the app. Honestly, mm-hmm. not even that bad of a price. Okay. For $8 app, yeah. fine. When you consider the price of potatoes and, you know, bagged cheese. Sure. Mm. And how much of the potato was <laughs> discarded. They're, they're, they're making a hefty profit. <laughs> making a hefty profit on these are good for them. Well, they're making like $18 on the center part of the uh-huh. potato that they're putting underneath that tuna. Yeah. What else we started off with, Andy? We also got some Wings. Some wings, Andy. Not the basted wings. championship wings, Andy. Yeah. A lot of basted things on this menu. I was uh, elated when you said yeah. the, they're, they're basted history. I insisted that you pick up the wings. Or I don't know if I insisted. I just suggested that you get some wings. Because you said I, you'd choke me out <laughs> if I didn't get the wings. Uh-huh. Okay. That's your <laughs> idea of suggesting I said I'd something. baste you. Oh, okay. <laughs> um. No, I insisted because I had heard that getting basted, getting basted, mm-hmm. the had great wings, and so I thought we should try them. And you want to tell us which flavor you chose, Dan? Now, Andy, they have four different flavors here. Ter- or, sorry, traditional barbecue, hot, or yoko. Yeah. Um, somewhere else on the menu, which I think the phone version of the menu mm. might be different than yeah. the desktop because I swear I saw something no. else that said Yoko teriyaki. Right. So I just ordered teriyaki wings. Didn't want to get hot because you already had hot chicken as a part of yours. Uh, I didn't really want to get barbecue because I thought that, uh, you know, teriyaki would be a little. You were afraid it would wind different. up being head meat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> chicken. Yeah. I'm a little scared of it now, Andy. Chicken uh, encrusted with anything head meat. that starts with barb <laughs> is scary to me, and uh-huh. I'd love if you didn't bring it up again because it's a little bit triggering. <laughs> yeah, I went with the the teriyaki wings. Tried to order those as teriyaki wings, of course, and they said it's yoko sauce. Is that okay? I'm like, sure. Give me the Yoko sauce and I whatever that could possibly mean. Don't like that one bit. Mm-mm. Yeah, mm. I, I really hope it's not in in relation to Miss Ono. No, I mean, it certainly is. The well, 
now I did I w- w- I did some reconnaissance as you yeah. called it right before we hopped on the mics here Andy searched for Yoko sauce on Google and boy are my fingers tired mm-hmm. yeah keep mm-hmm. going yep I can see your fingers are real tired. I have a hard time holding <laughs> up that mic and even even a harder time holding up that beer. Oh, yeah. Andy, uh, there is a company or a restaurant, rather, in Arizona that manufactures their own teriyaki sauce called Yoko. Yeah. Website was Yoko AZ. Apparently, their teriyaki sauce is all natural ingredients. Had some long spiel on their site about how 90% of the dishes they serve are teriyaki, so they put all this love into the sauce. I don't know if hmm. that's the sauce that they're using. It certainly tasted Dang. like teriyaki, whatever it was. Sounds like a bad restaurant mm-hmm. to me. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, let's just I don't know. talk about this for a second, Dan. Sure. Maybe if you're, you got an Asian-inspired sauce, mm-hmm. don't name it after the most famous Asian person. How about just calling it teriyaki? Uh, we got a word for practices like that, Dan, and that word is racist. <laughs> Don't call it that. Mm. Why? Would you like to get into your thoughts on Cloud Atlas again? <laughs> no. I mean, no. I think it's a different thing. I do. I, I agree. I think interp- all interpretations of the things with Cloud Atlas sure. are valid. I think you also should listen to the creators of the thing. Sure. And point. yeah, I, I get it. I I do think that they're probably just using a Yoko branded sauce. And I I don't. I don't know. Look at the rest of the menu. I don't know when Look Japanese the names stuff what in Yoko menu. means. So uh, it it. It could just mean teriyaki sauce. I, I'm they've, just not willing to stretch that far. They've got one of these funny menus, Dan. And also, Andy, for cultured people, it would be called the Tashiro Mifune if it was named <laughs> after the most famous Asian person. <laughs> yeah, because people know that name more than Akira Kurosawa. You're right. Yeah. He, he's Yojimbo. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, we should definitely argue about who's the most famous Asian person. I mean, you're the one who laid the line in the sand by declaring it's Yoko Ono. I was being rhetorical. <laughs> I think there's an argument to be made. Yeah, she's pretty famous. Yeah. Um, also, this is bad. <laughs> we shouldn't do this. Yeah. All apologies. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't like that one bit. Mm-hmm. They got one of these jokey menus, and I'm fine with the jokey menu, but mm-hmm. I don't like that joke very much. Exceedingly jokey menu on Split Social Kitchen, which we covered a couple months ago. Really hated that menu. You I hated it? I, no, I don't think I got into it on the show, but uh, absolutely did not like that I menu. I did like it. I once think I, I maybe had, turned around on it on the menu. Once I had... You mean on the episode? On the episode, excuse me. Once yeah. I had the context for yeah. why everything was named, that I was like, oh, this is funny. I think that This is really funny, and they're like very open about it makes the food personal. Yeah, it's cool. What'd you think of these Yoko wings? I thought they were good. Mm-hmm. I really liked them. I thought the outside had a nice, crusty, crispy yep. texture. Um, yeah, I, there was a little bit of a teriyaki flavor. Mm-hmm. It wasn't too strong. Maybe just a slight tanginess. Reminded to me of the Korean Q from uh, Wingstop. Wingstop. Yep. Okay, I'd say the Korean Q is a little bit sweeter. Yeah, you also get more sauce on there. This oh, seems more definitely. like a, more of a dry rub yeah, sort of thing to dry. me. But yeah, I, I can see what you're talking about. Um, pretty succulent wings. Mm-hmm. You know, we had a little travel time, so they weren't like as hot as I would have liked, but I liked them anyway. But sure. they were pretty good. Would not have been let down by these at all if it ordered them at a bar or something or just hanging out with people. I don't think it's something I would go seek out actively. Yeah. I'm certainly not going to go to this place again for anything yeah, other, than, other than the company <laughs> that, uh, that, I, that I, if somebody wants to go. Sure. 
Uh, Which I could see that. But they were good. And, and you know, I, I dipped them in the ranch there, and it was a good wing, Dan. Yeah. I would have gotten the hot were you not already having hot chicken. I just didn't want you to de- have to double up yeah. on that. I know they're different. Well, Dan, I got allegedly hot chicken. Mm-hmm. Um, this had zero spiciness. Really? Don't call it Nashville hot if you're not going to have any heat. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm. You know how I feel about this. Don't call it spicy if it's not hot. I but think I have a little bit. It's ahead. more admissible to call a spicy chicken sandwich a spicy chicken sandwich yes. and have it not be hot yes. than it is to have a Nashville hot chicken sandwich. Nashville hot chicken is like supposed to burn your mouth. Yeah. Like that is what it is. That is the whole idea. Mm-hmm. Hot chicken. You can go back over a year ago whenever we reviewed hot cluckers. Yeah. I went it's through the entire food. history. Yes, it is. It is. Absolutely. I went through the entire history of hot chicken. It's one of the only times I've ever just done a general history segment. Mm. And I really like that one too. I think I did that one in like the forty-five minutes before everybody showed up. Boy, it's pretty I cool. Wish we could get a heat head coalition back together, Andy. I just oh, oh, it burns me up that I can't burn my little tongue. If only, I really wish we'd have another opportunity to get a heat head on this show. Oh well, you know what? We we should expand the heat head coalition too. That'd be a really good idea. Yeah, but at this point, if we were to expand it at all. We'd probably have to put them through some rigorous sort of test because you know the rest else? of the Heat Head Coalition has already been through the thick of it, Andy. You know what else we need to do? What? I think we need to get some guests on here with really distinct, cool voices. Uh-huh. <laughs> we have experience on a mic. Yeah. <laughs> and if they're a Heat Head, too, that's just gravy. Boy. Hot gravy. Mm-hmm. Spicy gravy. <laughs> wow. Spicy gravy. You know what? If they're a Tower Club member, mm-hmm. that's even better. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Nashville hot chicken sandwich call at Downing in. Street Poorhouse. Call in. Yeah, call it, in if you're one of those in, people. Uh-huh. If you can think of anybody <laughs> who fits that description, uh-huh. call in. <laughs> 417501 Oats, a number that we haven't <laughs> given out in months and months. Uh, I do. Let's just address this now. <laughs> Somebody called in. Um, let's, Ken McClure called. Mm. And uh, I don't have anything else to say other than that. Just. Uh, <laughs> We don't play unsolicited messages from leaders. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, that would make us uh, political pundits Mm -hmm. if we did. And then you got to give all the sides equal time by whatever that law that is. We may or may not have something planned with a leader in the future. (laughs) That then we'd throw out when someone calls us out. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, this sandwich was totally fine. It mm-hmm. was a fine chicken sandwich. Yeah. It, it looked, it had a red sauce on it. It had been coated with red. It seemed like the chicken was probably pi- spicy to start. Honestly, the breading seemed like similar to what you get from like a, and not in a bad way, but like a frozen Tyson chicken breast. Mm-hmm. The breading looked sure. that way. It was very crummy, you know, like a crummy breading. Yeah. And uh, the chicken was pretty high grade. It tasted just fine. It had lettuce, tomato, some, some kind of aioli on uh-huh. there, uh, some cheese. There was a big old, Big old thick slice of cheddar cheese, which is also not that yeah, normal. Another on. thing that you probably just shouldn't call it a Nashville yeah. hot chicken sandwich. Yeah. Um, I didn't. I don't think there were pickles. I didn't see any pickles, nor did I taste Here. any on there. Wow, this wasn't a Nashville hot chicken sandwich. Mm-hmm. It was just like a grilled chicken sandwich, not grilled. It was just a breaded chicken sandwich. Sure. Um, and maybe they messed it up. Like maybe they didn't give me the spicy one, but I can't imagine. I didn't. I don't see a non-spicy version on the menu. But yeah, yeah. Anyway, it was, you know what? I still liked it. it I still good. thought it was good. It was, it good, really it was good. a good chicken sandwich. Like, you know, I was expecting to have my mouth burned, and uh, I didn't get that, Dan. What'd you try? What's your entree? 
Um, let's see what I try on here. Uh, now this one did burn my mouth. I tried the red hot coals. <laughs> my mouth was full of tank seven. I just put it together that that, that they probably call it that because it was just like in the seventh tank that they were brewing in. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm the thing here is that I'm very dumb and just don't think about this stuff. Or maybe, um, it it was Sunday, mm-hmm. and the owner was wearing his last tank top of the week. <laughs> or his first. Or his first, Andy. <laughs> Depending on what order he counts that them down in. That is not the direction I thought you were going to go right. at all. Yeah. I thought for sure it was going to be, maybe they brewed this one in an armed vehicle or something. Yeah, I am an idiot like that. <laughs> Andy, uh-huh. I had to get a burger. They're described as better than prime burgers. Part of the, you know, goofy attitude of the menu, I guess. Mm-hmm. There's a section of the menu called swine, one called foul, one called bovine. Prime, better than prime. I mean, it 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 can be divided. Mm. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm good. You're good got- at math. <laughs> I got the better, good God, better than prime burgers is the section of the menu from which I ordered. I ordered the mother heifer, Andy, $13 on this bad boy. House smoked pastrami on top of the burger Mm. topped with Swiss and caramelized onions and some molly sauce. Which I'm almost thinking maybe it was Molly sauce on, on your burger. Yeah, yeah, it did. I was uh, candy flipping. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> is that ecstasy? I don't know, Andy. I don't. I'm not uh, a user of substances like that. I couldn't even be bothered to look it up. This was a really tasty burger, Andy. Mm-hmm. Nice, I think brioche bun. Nice buttery bun. Yep, Yours yep. was served on like Texas toast. Yeah, like some real I didn't thick mention toast. That. Big yeah. old thick toast. Yeah. Way different bread on ours. Patty was nice and thick. I don't have an ounce count on any of their burgers. I ordered mine medium. Don't think it came quite medium. I think it was a yep. little more brown through. You don't have an OZC? No, I don't have an OZC, Andy. <laughs> the pastrami on this thing was a thick cut for pastrami. And I, I could tell it was braised in house, like it says here on the menu. But tell me, Dan, mm-hmm. did the pastrami cut the mustard? Yeah, this could have used some mustard. Actually, now uh-huh. that you bring it up, I think that would have been a nice flavor pairing with all of this. But you know, moving just right past that, thought the Swiss was really good. Just really a thick layer of Swiss melted on there. Listeners will probably see in the photo that you took. Mm-hmm. It had really just kind of solidified on top of there. And encased within that Swiss cheese, Andy, was a mess of caramelized onions, one of which I pulled from the burger and observed that it was, in fact, and prepare to sound the alarm, Andy, caramelized. No. <laughs> okay, so it's like the carbon monoxide alarm. <laughs> oh, no, that thing is annoying. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah, I, I mean, it ought to be. I, yeah, it ought to be. Uh-huh. It ought to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it runs low on battery, oh, it yeah. definitely be mm-hmm. very annoying. Yeah. <laughs> it, you know, I guess it's better than the alternative of having carbon monoxide yep. in your home. Yep, much better. Although, what a way to go, Andy. Peaceful. How do you want to die? <laughs> That's a good question. Um, 
pain, relatively pain, uh-huh. old, old age, painlessly mm-hmm. in my sleep. Mother heifer in your hand. <laughs> a burger? Yeah. Yeah, I would like to, um, <laughs> you know, not experience Alzheimer's. That seems like the worst Ooh, yeah. to me. Yeah. yeah How this, about you? It's definitely getting sad now. Um, I don't know, Andy. I would, you know, I, I get annoyed whenever people talk about, uh, there's this fallacy that people bring up of nobody wants to live forever. They're just like, no, you wouldn't want to live forever. That's crazy. Yeah. And yeah, they're right. Nobody does want to live forever. Everybody just wants to live for like 200 years. Uh Just give me an extra hundo. I'm not asking for forever like a vampire. Uh I hate this like uh, this false premise that like there's no middle ground between living forever and living like slightly longer than what our decrepit bodies allow us. I wonder if this is a if this is new. Mm. This is like a. Uh, I don't know, late period capitalism thing. Sure. It's like we've just now been trained to want what we do not have just oh, yeah. constantly and living a little bit longer. you just never being satisfied is like how, how we've been yeah. trained to live. And uh, I think that maybe the key is just figuring out how to be okay with not knowing how long number one and like not trying to prolong it beyond what is uh, reasonable to keep your day to day health on, in check. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I, you know, it's it's uh, there's been vampire stories written for over a hundred years true. now, and I think those deal with a lot of that. But uh, I don't want that, Andy. I yeah. don't need the life eternal. Give me like twenty more years of youth. That's all I'm asking for. That's it. Make my twenties like thirty years long, and then uh, then we're all cool. Uh, if if I could just not uh turn into dust around the age of 60 because of the stress Hmm. i put on my knees andy with this big beautiful body of mine this was a really really good burger i liked the molly sauce it was slightly sweet i almost think it was the there's no aioli (laughs) no edit so where, just where want you people to know. No, just want people to know. Oh yeah, yeah. No edit. I yeah, no. I, you know, I like to slam into things. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, really good. The caramelized onions were a definite surprise. You, we just don't get them that often. All right, on stuff. Whatever. Tasty. The, this place is. Who cares? Yeah. I Thirteen dollars. Really, Three dollars to add fries, which is absolutely ridiculous. It's, yeah. The fries are pretty good. They're not to go fries. They're gonna get super soggy in that box. Probably pretty good in the restaurant. And Andy. I think that's all I got to say yeah, about that. Whatever. This this place is probably going to do really well because they're mm-hmm. on the south side yep. and they've got a name that sort of makes fun of poor people and yep. people on the south side mm-hmm. like that kind of thing. Yep. No offense, mom and dad. You're not like <laughs> most people that live there. For real. Um, we didn't talk about stuff from the last couple episodes and I feel like we should. We definitely uh, touched a couple right, things on the last episode. Um, we did not expect the uh, Queen City soul food episode uh-huh. to um, blow up. Yeah, um, our biggest episode by, by far, by far. And I, I, we kind of think it's because the, the theater people were on there and they're really good about telling friends. Sure. Even, they were good about telling friends. They just like, told their friends yeah. when you have three guests slash um, a mom who is a drama teacher. Mm-hmm. Also, I think probably helped because, you know, teachers didn't have a lot sure. of st- old students on Facebook and stuff like that. We got to get Kendra on the show for probably just a solo app. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> The reason that that episode was 53 minutes long is because there was a lot of Kendra talking off mic yeah. um, that yeah. I just had to cut out. Yep. And like I left some in, just a little bit in, so I could. I made a crack about her directing us because she yeah. really was sitting off to the side mm-hmm. and like commenting. Yeah. And there was a point where 
she summarized what she wanted the three yeah. of them to say about their play. And I totally understand because yeah. she wrote it. Yeah. Like she wrote it. She's well, like, and you asked her, to, you were yes. like, is there anything else that they should say? Yeah. But then no exaggeration, <laughs> somewhere between five and 10 minutes launched into a monologue. Yeah. Yeah. And she absolutely should have been on mic uh-huh. because they did a really good job. They were very articulate in describing the play. It was good. Mm-hmm. I, I will say that, that was a heavy edit mm-hmm. and I, I won't specify why or who, sure. but that was a really tough, not tough, because I can do anything, baby. Oh, yeah. But it just took forever. It took mm-hmm. so long to ed- edit that episode. Oh, yeah. I mean... Definitely longer than normal. Yeah. A you. lot came out. Yeah. It, we recorded for longer than 53 minutes. Uh-huh. We'll say that. And it wasn't just because of... Oh, it just doesn't matter. Uh, everyone on there was lovely. It was a tough... It was a t- bit of a tough edit. Mm-hmm. But uh, point is... Um, <laughs> Numbers back to normal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I for mean, Leslie's, they they did. Some people definitely stuck around, uh, but uh, yeah, then and then there was an immediately no. an immediate. Um, we had like the the uh, Saturday following and crazy following the Tuesday would have been our biggest day in another week because people were downloading old episodes, which is awesome. It's wow. really great. Um, no new Tower Club subscribers, Mm-mm. so we're safe. <laughs> to talk about this. <laughs> this one's just for the but day ones. The last, the, the t- that episode and the one with Tony just made me so happy to get to do this. Oh, great. And like, also made me wish even more people listened, not in a vain way, but just mm-hmm. like, we have this opportunity to uh, get the word out about some things that are cool and slash important. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. It makes me really happy to get to do it. At the same time, I, I wish our audience was even bigger and I'm probably never going to be satisfied. Sure. Because uh, same reasons that can't be satisfied living only 120 years, which is how long <laughs> I expect to go. It used to be a bit that I said I was going to live forever. Yeah. We used to do that. Uh-huh. It's probably been over a year. Wow. Yeah, that, that did used to be a bit. Mm-hmm. That, mm, that's so nice to hear, perhaps, Andy. Perhaps it disappeared whenever my body catastrophically uh-huh. failed. Do you uh-huh. think, do, I, I hadn't re- had thought that through, but certainly, mm-hmm. certainly that was it. Yeah. Becomes a little less funny <laughs> when you're yeah. going under the knife for brain surgery. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Man, I got to get me one of those. Ooh, wouldn't recommend it. A brain? I mean, <laughs> you know what? Honestly, sometimes kind of tough. <laughs> I mean, for you, it's, it's I been long a bit to more be trouble than it's worth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, Andy. Boy, boy, boy. Do, do do we launch in to the listener's favorite segment right now? Or do we save it? What are we doing to call out? After their second favorite segment. <laughs> no, but are we going to do another review? <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's people's favorites. Yeah. I don't care, Dan. You have the power. Oh, boy. I Well, you know, I say we just get into it then, Andy. It's time for the second installment of the new <laughs> listener favorite segment. The preheat. Mm-hmm. Weird choice for the theme music this week, Andy, to just play the uh, opening part of a uh, piano man, but uh really fantastic song by Mr. Just, Billy Joel. You know, I do it's in my heart. Mm-hmm. If you pay attention to my Twitter for about an hour today, uh-huh. 
you would have seen a lot about my music choices yeah. and stuff. And I deleted all of it. Yeah. That one makes less sense mm-hmm. than a lot of your other music cues. I'm did, still putting it all together. How in my did head. you feel about me just not obeying your command on the last episode? <laughs> I really liked it. <laughs> it was really funny. I enjoyed that last episode so much. Yeah, I, was I was excited to mm-hmm. sneak in a little Dan Simber action uh, to September. Had definitely planned on doing a Dan Simber in July as that bit works uh even better in the uh, christmas and july context yeah. but you usually just didn't put it together andy he he really wanted to do hep timber <laughs> after this disease he has <laughs> well i would work with the hep tat but now you just implied i have hepatitis <laughs> which i gotta say andy my dad has hepatitis e what e is this andy. real is this like a new new e. news no, no, this is years old, old okay. a decade old. I'm not even sure that he still has it. I think it's uh, curable. But is that it's, why you're just like, yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, as I was closing out my uh, like final year in high school, it was discovered that my dad had hepatitis E, which is usually found in a uh, people living in West Africa and pregnant women. So oh. not sure how my dad secured that bag, but right on pops. <laughs> also if you're one of andy's parents who uh knows my mom and sees her all the time maybe don't tell her that i revealed this insanely sensitive information on the podcast. has your dad ever listened to the show do you think uh, yeah yeah absolutely. okay that's cool yeah. yeah that's cool i mean i have to show him where to find it mm. every single time in yeah, order yeah, yeah. for him to listen to it but uh it's uh saved on his desktop two or three times sure so your dad is like my grandparents uh-huh. yeah yeah absolutely my parents get it yeah. they're listening right now yeah on the art on the private feed <laughs> i helped i helped yeah. set it up but you know anyway dan um <laughs> the preheat well i said my dad the episodes with the the bio segment and stuff cut out <laughs> <laughs> he refuses to listen to it otherwise <laughs> makes sense <laughs> yeah kind of stock you come from andy the preheat now we have yet to reveal what we're doing for next week's episode we've mm-hmm. already teased it and said that we're not doing a restaurant. Yeah. We've teased so much of it, Andy. And I think that just for this week of the preheat, that we keep it a tease. Uh-huh. And we don't let our beautiful Tower Club listeners know what restaurant we're eating at. But rather, we just follow through with the rest of the premise of the preheat segment in giving a one-word review. 90% what we can. of this is preamble. Uh-huh. The segment. What's that? The preheat. 90% of the preheat is preamble. What's preamble? Oh, my God. Read the Constitution. <laughs> no, it's the Declaration of Independence. That's a preamble, isn't it? The decade. And thank you for, without knowing it, extending my beautiful preamble, mm-hmm. Andy. Mm-hmm. You fell right into my trap. <laughs> now, please, Andy, if you would, in one word, summarize your experience so far. With the food. Oh, so we're far? Going to be having. Okay. <laughs> I got it. For Sunday's record. Please, you, you go first. Arduous. Yeah, arduous. So far. Mm. For me, I'm going to go. Mm, it's tough. Just one word. You doing so far? Are you doing. Oh, so far, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah I want. I want to get my thoughts down on the. Oh, I got some the words food for that you. I've had. Mm-hmm. 
not. <laughs> All right. Well, that was the preheat segment. Uh, okay. <laughs> On to our final segment for the show. Got to remember to contextualize all mm-hmm. of this. Yeah. Um, whenever we finally do record. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there is no. I think that's the onus on, is on the uh, Tower Club listeners. Okay. They're gonna have to figure it out. I guess you have done something <laughs> for the next episode, yeah. but not like related to the main thing we're doing. Oh yes, yeah. yeah let me take that again. Shipping. There you go. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're watching The Wire season two. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. we're breaking it down. Yeah. God. Everybody's favorite season. <laughs> I like that season. Yeah, I know you do. It's good. It's good. The fifth is by far the worst. Anyway. Um, don't you have a? Do you have a question? You need to ask. Oh, Andy, I mean, it's just it, it's just with all this food going in our bodies. You know, it, it's good to look back every once in a while and discuss what we've been eating with our eyes and ears, Andy. It is good to go back and discuss that. So let me ask you, what y'all been eating with your eyes and ears? Oh, Dan. You know, I, I've been in a situation where I've discovered a lot of new music lately. Wow. Um, really got into a band I'd heard before, but never had really, I hadn't been given context for why they were good. Because sometimes you, you need that, you know, sure. for somebody to oh, like yeah, absolutely. explain, here's what I like about this band. Here's what's to listen for. Sometimes that's all it takes. You know, and sometimes it takes seeing a band live for that to happen, mm-hmm. happen for music to click for you. And again, I kind of think the band that I'm going to talk about if I get to see them live, would would be that way. Hmm. Talking about the OCs, Dan. Oh yeah, or hmm. OCs. Oh or, yeah. However you, however John at the time yeah. chooses to stylize it. Um, they got a new one coming out Friday, but the album that I was put onto that I actually I was sent two albums. I listened to one. I think it's Carrion, Carrion something. Hmm. No, it doesn't matter. So that one's from 2011, and I like that one okay. But I listened to this one called Orc. From Love 2017. Orc. Yeah. Yeah. Orc, I've gotten um, into work rules. Yeah. That's it's, the one OC's album that I've ever gotten into, and I love it. Well, I, I listened to Orc and then went back and listened to the other one I listened to first. I was like, oh, I get it now. Mm-hmm. You know, like once I got once I understood what was happening, I got really into it. And it's not so much about like song structure or lyrics or anything like that. They got like one of the best drummers going. Oh yeah. Just fantastic drums. And I think part of the appeal is their rhythm section is so strong. But okay, this is like a garage rock band. Mm-hmm. I think they're maybe from San Francisco or LA, yeah. West Coast. It's signed kind of in that whole West Coast garage scene with like Michael Cronin or Ty Seagal, mm-hmm. those those guys. Sure. But this is a, this is a little different. It's maybe got a little bit more of an edge to it, a little little bit messier. Oh yeah. Been around for a while. Yeah. Why yeah. why discography? Mhm. And They've probably been, been under like seven or eight different names, yeah. all various versions of OCs. O-H-S-E-E-S. O-C-S. O-C-S. It, it used yeah. to be an yeah. acronym, but now yeah. it's whatever. Yeah. they got a new one coming out Friday I haven't heard yet for one song. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, one of the best drummers uh, going, I think. I put him up there in the same categories like the guy from Cloud Nothings, which is sure. my other favorite drummer. been listening to a lot of Cloud Nothings lately. Cloud Nothings, a band that hasn't really done an original idea in like three albums, sure. you know, and uh, I just listen to those drums. That's mm. that's all the only reason I listen to cloud. Nothing's I feel very similar. Similarly about the OCs. Don't know what the dude's saying because the vocals are so low in the yeah. mix. He's about as good a guitarist as I am, which is to say not great, mm. but the rhythm section is so good yeah. that none of it matters. They just slop some guitars over it like psychedelic. Almost imagine if like Black Sabbath had a drummer with like the nuance of a funk drummer. Oh, wow. You know, the kid. Sure. Uh, like a really good drummer can like vary the uh, 
power with which they hit the snare drum really quickly and mm-hmm. create rhythms just on a single drum, you know? Yeah. Um, that drummer's fantastic. You, you would think it was looped. He or she is so good. They're, well, I need they're to go so back good. and listen to it. I've never, you know, uh, I, I'm a drum listener. That's that's where my yeah. ears automatically go when I well, hear that, the track. So I, I was thinking when I was riding my bike this morning because this phase started today. I've listened to work several times sure. just today, and I rode my bike this morning. I was thinking, man, I I could just listen to the drums. Mm. Like, there's very few bands that I would say that about. Right? Maybe the Nationals that way sometimes, where I could just listen to the drum beats, you sure. know, or the drum tracks. I was thinking that when I was listening to work, and then. Then the last song came up, and there's like five minutes of just drums. Oh, and it was awesome. I love that. It's like, oh, I just love this Man. so much. I got to go back and listen to that tonight. You know who put me on to that album that? specifically? Blake? The Scully's Crew. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. And I don't, I mean, I'm just assuming it's because it was a three word title, and that's about all that they could get <laughs> into the letter their title. Thick little skulls. But <laughs> God, I love this bit. And it doesn't, it didn't matter <laughs> with the name being different because they, it all looked the same to them. Yeah. They were just like, oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah i've been listening to listen to that band listen to a bunch of stuff really cool. um uh me too big big music yeah go ahead dan me. oh I, I wasn't trying to cut you off no. there well I'll, I'll try to th- i'll think of another one if uh, I got on it. the music in dandy been listening to a couple m's mm. mainly matt Mose, who just released a new album recently of a, a ton of material on there. Uh, had never been a huge Matmos fan, some experimental like electronic music, mm-hmm. but I really dug the concept for their newest album. Uh, they're, they're a big concept band. They always have something like different thematically driving their albums. And yeah. uh, this most recent one, uh, they got 99 collaborators and made a three hour long album at 99 BPM that all blo- like runs in, to huh. each other now i you know i'm not a bpm expert i yeah. don't know if it, it all does match that but it uh they served up this like big timeline poster where you can see all the different collaborators on the album oh, that's uh, awesome I clipping love that. one of my favorite uh, rap groups shows up on there at one point uh with a really insane song of like david diggs rapping and his voice just completely chopped up to where you can't understand what he's mm-hmm. saying but you can just understand that he is rapping very yeah. well as he does uh yeah if you're into experimental music I, i'm always just given experimental music recommendations that probably nobody ever listens to but uh particularly uh electronic music that uh, three hours long re- just a. Uh, nice to chunk up in pieces. There's some moments of really awesome transcendent noise on there. And I I, I just really loved the idea of it to get that many people together and just Matt most themselves a very interesting group. Uh, uh, Husband and husband uh, electronic duo just been doing it so long and uh, recorded some really weird albums. My other M band that I've been listening to, Andy, and you're going to know this band, and it's a band that you actually originally turned me on oh. to on a road trip. Metallica? <laughs> no, that would actually be Zach Howell yeah. and Travis Howell that yeah. turned me on to Metallica. You know, you know what I'm talking no. about? You remember playing them for me on a road trip? No, I don't know. My bloody Valentine. Oh, dude, Andy. I listened to them this week, too. Oh, I've That's been listening wild. to a ton of them this yeah, week. Yeah, I listened to Loveless on a Run just, this yeah, week. Got, huh. got back into it. It was them. the right weather for it. Mm-hmm. We just had like some 
some cloudy, yeah. kind of damp mornings. It's like, this is a yeah. loveless morning. Well, I was doing a lot of cleaning. I was cleaning That's with wild. Uh, uh, my roommate, Shay, past guests. And uh-huh. we, we had on, uh, we listened to Loveless and uh, Isn't Anything, the album before that, which I think I probably prefer. Hmm. Uh, you know, I've just been in a big kind of noise rock mood, been trying to craft the my favorite noise rock songs into a playlist that I'm really, really excited uh-huh. for. And I've been trying to parse out the difference between shoegaze and noise rock, which I think the only real difference is one is pretty. Yeah. And uh, yeah, my bloody Valentine. Uh, so, so good. I remember you played Loveless for me on a road trip once. Mm-hmm. And I remarked that it sounded like my favorite band at the time, the Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah, dude. And you had to tell me that they predate the Smashing mm-hmm. Pumpkins and definitely influence them. And uh, can't believe how much they've, uh, how much I've like grown into that music since probably seven, eight years ago yeah. when you first I, played that. For I think me. my like, tastes have gotten less weird. Like mm. I, I, I think it's just kind of the state of my life. Sure, I, I seek out stuff that's a little bit easier to process and that kind of thing right now. But yeah. Yeah, in my bloody Valentine, it, I, when you hear me call them noise rock, I wouldn't be deterred. It is very pretty music. It's yeah. not. It's not I, that abrasive I, or anything. I think I would put them more in the shoegaze. Absolutely. Not that it matters. Like I who mean, cares about shoegaze genre progenitors? Or I think yeah. just huge in the shoegaze scene. Uh, my bloody Valentine, huge in Japan, Andy. Hmm. It, whenever they wouldn't tour at all in the states, they would still like every year play three shows in Japan. Yeah, because they're one of the biggest bands there. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean. I've, yeah, I don't want to get into the Japanese noise rock scene for oh, huge. The, for the second week in a row here yeah. on the Tower Club, but uh, but I, I I just love that type of music and I love my bloody Valentine. You mentioned clipping before, and mm. I became it's not that I didn't appreciate them. Um, for whatever reason, I had it in my head that they were kind of corny until either Ooh. you hang on, I was wrong. I'm admitting sure. that I was wrong. I it's get because what you're thinking. It's of, because though. of the Hamilton connection. Mm-hmm. That's why, sure. and because Hamilton. And I like it. Yeah. David Diggs plays corny. Uh, Thomas Jefferson it's, in the original cast of Hamilton. It's a corny show. Absolutely. Consummately corny by Very design. So. It's good. Okay. Fine. Mm-hmm. Not the enough. least corny thing about it. David Diggs. David yeah. Diggs. <laughs> um, since I can't remember if it was you or Shay that picked the clipping, or it might have just been. It was a, a solo David track Diggs from song. Yeah. Uh, the Blind Spot right. soundtrack, which is just phenomenal. Sure. That song I listened to it, awesome I don't know, song. a dozen times that week. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I donated to the website Stereo Gum, and you already know this because oh, yeah. we texted about it. The website Stereo Gum recently uh, became independent after being owned by owned by Billboard. Very cool news. Yes, love that site. I've I think they have more or less dictated my mu- a good mm-hmm. chunk of my music taste over the last ten years or sure. so. They're they're like better than Pitchfork, I think. Like Pitchfork is the site that always gets cited, you know, oh, as the, the big music site. Stereo gum, stereo gum is stereo gum on more the, personal. All the way. And for me, Treblezine.com Treble's good, yeah. may maybe my favorite music yeah. publication. Anyway, um they did a big fundraiser and they had something like fifty five uh for lack of a better word, indie bands. Mm-hmm. That word no longer means anything. Just sure. business model, whatever. Yep. 55 indie bands cover songs from the 2000s. Well, bands from Indiana. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Can you think of any? Maybe for the joke to work? Yeah, the Black Keys. Oh, cool. No, they're from Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. They're yeah, they're from, from Ohio. Ohio. Yep. Anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, 55-something bands covered, and I think it was like $20 to get 55 mm. songs or something. It doesn't matter. Good price. Yeah. Um, 
that dropped this week mm. kind of by surprise nobody knew when it would, was going to come yeah. out they had renounced the list of bands but not what songs right. they were covering and the i believe all the songs are from a certain era yeah from the 2000s mm-hmm. the early like 2002 2010 or nine sure. i'm not sure uh, a lot of the a lot of the song choices very surprising. Easily, my favorite track on there is clipping, yeah. covering uh, "Tipsy." Tipsy by Jake One. <laughs> I listened to it this morning. It's incredible. <sighs> clipping it's is just, so they're good. so good. Yeah, it's uh, crazy. And I I sent you the song in isolation without the rest of it. I just felt like you needed to hear it. Mm. But yeah, I finally downloaded it this morning yeah. and listened to it. It rules. Um, two other favorites. Uh, you know, I'll just mention one of their favorite Lucy, Lucy Dacus, whose name you can see on the wall right up there. Mm-hmm. One of my favorites. I shouldn't say that. I really like Lucy Dacus. She's, one of the boy. G- guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's looking at my Julian Baker, Phoebe Bridgers with Lucy Dacus poster, which was a boy genius show, mm-hmm. but does not say boy genius on the on the poster. Yeah, that's clout right there. It is 100 <laughs> um, percent. Listen to boy genius. If you haven't best album of uh, 2018. Well, wow. can't believe it's been. Yeah, I can. A lot has happened. That's why I can absolutely yeah. believe it's been that yeah, long. Yeah. Anyway, Lucy Lucy Dacus covers the song "Lips of an Angel" oh, by, by Hinder. Hinder. Oh my god! And that is a a truly god awful song. Oh, it's horrible. Just one of the worst. I mm-hmm. think just n- not hyperbolically easily I, one of the worst radio rock songs. I don't condescend to radio rock. I, I like some no. of that stuff. I, I like there's even like a Nickelback song that gets covered on there that I think is like a perfect oh. pop song. Lips of an Angel way worse it's, than any popular Nickelback. song. It's so bad as someone who has now, seen Nickelback live in concert. I'd see him again 12 times before I caught Hinder. Lucy Lucy Dacus mm-hmm. is like an openly, you know, queer woman. Sure. And f- her doing like a stripped down. Yeah. It's not exactly acoustic because there's electric guitars in it, but like a a lower key version of that song is wonderful, Dan. That's awesome. Because it's like a and her, her singing, it's like a woman singing to another woman. And something about those lyrics was just come off as so cloying mm-hmm. and gross from this like histrionic masculine yeah. or coded, you know, gender as a construct, sure. but like totally grossly masculine mm-hmm. voice in the hinder song when she sings it it's like oh number one the song is great like yeah. the writing and the melodies of the song and there's like a key change in the chorus of the song mm-hmm. that is awesome it is a great song i think they're perform- i still think that written by a man sure. for a man to sing it is a terrible song but she took it and made it something that is actually good yeah. and that guy um, from hinder Truly, one of the worst voices. Yeah, awful, <laughs> imaginable, just unpleasant, <laughs> so, unpleasant. Yeah, grating. He is a listener, and we don't care. <laughs> yeah, stop singing. <laughs> anyway, you been uh, you been eating anything with your ears? Oh, eyes, boy, eyes? Andy. Well, uh, you know, th- don't worry about the time. It's you almost, suckers listen to anything. Yeah, it's a misnomer, really, because we do eat movies and television with both our eyes and ears. Mm-hmm. They're an audiovisual medium. So sorry to any fans who are just disappointed on our screw up there. But, uh, you know, been eating the typical stuff. Been going back and watching some old episodes of RuPaul's Drag Race. That's been pretty fun. Um, do you do the dev the RuPaul's Drag no, Race? No, 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 I'm not going to cover episodes of the very problematic sixth season of uh, RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, but I, it's 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 been covered plenty. <laughs> Is that the one that? <laughs> 
where they had Louis C.K. as a participant. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. He's there. He did. Boy, it, it's just a shame he did so well. He's Louise. <laughs> yeah. C. Louise C.K. Yeah. yeah. Man, I love drag queen names. I, I wish I had a good drag queen name. Andy, been watching or been watched. All of Search Party oh, used to I, be yeah. a TBS show, now an yeah. HBO Max original. Love season one. Yeah. Haven't watched more. I really like the rest of the seasons. I think it only gets better from season one. Alia Shawkat, absolutely great performance. John Everybody Early is John all Early. the way on one yeah. in that show. John Early is one of the funniest like comedic performers alive right now. I mean, now. just lays it bare, too. Like, yeah. not afraid to make himself look despicable. Yeah. yeah. And... Uh, Oh, man. I, I love John Early anyway. He's just excellent in this show. And the third season, uh, Joel Kim Booster ends up showing oh, up. Really? Yeah, it's just really fantastic. We just rocked through those. Griffin while, Newman in season one. That's right. One of absolutely. my just favorite uh-huh. people full stop. I, yeah, I didn't put so that together. Good. And he's fantastic yeah. in it. He's so good. It is his favorite man. performance he's ever it given. definitely should be. It's a great yeah. performance. Uh, yeah, that I, I hadn't even put that together. Also, on the HBO Max tip, or formerly on the Comedy Central tip, I was watching The Other Two with uh, Drew Tarver oh. in the lead. Drew Tarver from uh, plays a lot of characters oh, yeah. on Comedy Bang Bang. He's a hilarious guy. Hong Kong. Yeah. Toot, toot, <laughs> beep, beep. Yep, yep. Yes. The, the other half of the Memphis, Kansas breeze. That's not Carl Tart. Uh, yeah, if you listen to Comedy Bang Bang, you Carl definitely Tart, noted heard. fan of Sister City. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You've definitely heard Drew Tarver if you've heard enough comedy bang bang and he's very funny. Ken Marino is also on the show. I wish I knew the female lead's name. She's also very funny uh, and it's about these the older brother and sister of a like Justin Bieber type 13 year old pop phenom yeah. uh, and them living their showbiz adjacent lives while he's just skyrocketing. Molly Shannon is the matriarch and she's obviously incredible as she is in everything we were re-watching that we had already seen the first season kind of anticipating the second season coming out this year we re-watched the first season made it to episode eight out of mm. ten on the comedy central app before it was yanked what from the app we went to just had literally watched it on like a wednesday night and then went on the thursday watch night to watch the pinel ultimate episode which in my memory is a fantastic mm-hmm. episode very funny show and it had been completely pulled from the Comedy Central app, an, an absolute crime. Apparently, it's coming to HBO Max, nice. where the second season will be an HBO Max exclusive. Whoa. Pretty excited for it to get a wider release like that. Wish something like that would happen yeah. with like a, my favorite comedy show, Detroiters. Maybe not that Buddy. it would come back, but that it would go to a wider platform. Guess what one of my two shows was? Oh, Andy. The second season of Detroiters. Oh, well, you know, allow me to just get this off real quick. Uh, we were very disappointed when we found out that the first season of the other two will not be available on HBO Max until early 2021 uh-huh. for some reason. Oh, no. Yeah, so that that was kind of a bummer, but please tell me about your experience I mean, with season two of Detroiters, one of the funniest seasons of television ever. I'm about halfway through episode mm. six or seven, and it's just, you know, I don't take baths, but it feels Ugh. the same way that people talk about like a warm bubble bath. It's really, really good. It's, it's so comforting. It's so funny. Yeah. It's so like kind-hearted too. Yeah. Like it's insanely kind of, so. Weirdly, there's a lot of meanness in the show, mm-hmm. but the tone is so gentle and kind. Yeah. Like the the only real flaw with the first season is the fact that they nearly kill someone in the first mm-hmm. episode, and then you have to spend the whole rest of the season yeah. 
loving them. Yeah. Because they're so likable. Mm-hmm. This is um, Sam Richardson. Sam Richardson and, and Tim Robinson. Yeah, from I Think You Should Leave. Probably yeah. much more famously at this point. Yeah. And he is he's still that same Tim Robinson character in that show. Yep. Only much sweeter. Yeah. Actually, that's <laughs> one of the, we discussed tattoos on the last yeah. week episode. I'm definitely considering getting a Detroiters tattoo someday to match with all my other very stupid tattoos. It's just so it's so funny. It's, it's so sweet. It's just one of the most likable, just an innately lovable shows I've ever seen. The episodes with Sam's family, the family reunion yeah. episode and the Sam's dad's birthday are just in like my lexicon of funniest TV episodes ever. And that one is like weirdly moving too. Because there's stuff in it about like legacy and living up to Mm -hmm. your forebears and stuff like that. And uh, incredibly diverse cast and crew of like main characters and side characters, like just tons of people of color on the show. Uh, Just a really, really lovely show that was too kind for this world. Mm -hmm. It, It really, it's like, We'll rewatch through those 20 episodes of Detroiters over and over again. Just mm-hmm. a, a laughing. Yeah. Laughing. Laughing and laughing. That's an old <laughs> Hollywood handbook okay. joke where they used to say laughing instead of laughing. Um, Yeah. Been, been laughing that. And uh, <laughs> I've also watched uh, Raised by Wolves on HBO sure. Max. I haven't seen it. Which I did not know until I finished the first episode is a, I mean, it's a sci-fi show, mm. but it's, the first two episodes are directed by Ridley Scott. Oh, really? And you yeah. can tell. It's like, man, this show looks great. Sure. And uh, it's about two androids raising kids. Mm. There's other stuff going on. Sounds funny. There's like <laughs> religious stuff. And I, I watched this because... Oh, Ridley Scott uh, worked in some weird religious themes into yeah, his uh, android? Okay. I don't know how much he, mm. you know, was involved with the story, sure. but he seems like a pretty obvious choice yeah. for this one giving his proclivities. Yeah. Um, I wish I liked it and mm-hmm. not just because I watched it because someone else told me they were watching it and I wanted to be able to talk about it. And that person told me after they'd watched like two episodes mm. and five episodes in, I wish I liked it more, man. Sure looks and sounds good, yeah. but very few shows have so little entertain and there's just nothing entertaining like if you are just really into philosophical stuff and thinking real deep like it's great but i just wish it was like 10 percent funnier like just Mm -hmm. give me anything funny you know not even funny just fun yeah period i yeah i get that way sometimes with uh the prestige uh television of of the late aughts uh uh-huh and i i watched it too like i said to be able to talk about it with Mm -hmm. one person and when i brought it up this person was like yeah, like those. It's not as good as it was when it started. Yeah, <laughs> and that was like the extent of the. So I invested like four and a half hours. Yep, <laughs> for like three yeah, minutes of that'll conversation. That'll happen sometimes. Yeah, and sure. um, I don't. We're supposed to like watch it together now, but I don't have much motivation to do that. They so. can't all be devs, Andy. You they can't. Can. You can't always get just beautiful, poignant mm-hmm. sci-fi with a, a bit of a heart and some nice laughs in it. It was really between that and Lovecraft Country, and I watched mm-hmm. and loved the pilot of Lovecraft Country already. Whatever, I just picked wrong. Just hmm. picked wrong. Yeah, because I can't watch both. Yep. Did you get into Westworld? Speaking of HBO, I'm so happy to not be stuff. watching Westworld anymore, Dan. Yeah. I made it one or two episodes into season. Th- I made it two episodes in, and episode two of season, season one, season three. Mm. I made it. I made it two episodes into season one or season three, mm-hmm. 
and I decided no more. Yeah, that's also fully where we stopped. I'm not going to subject all, basically myself the same thing. to this anymore. I think we a- watched maybe two, till episode four just looking at our phones. Episode two is one of the worst single episodes of TV I've ever seen. No, really. I can barely remember it. Um, from what I remember, it's, they were trying to escape. Somebody was trying to escape from the place where they program all the all the robots. Sure. And this is oh, a yeah, kind that's of thing the one with Maeve. Really bad. Yeah. A good show mm-hmm. would have had her literally walking out of the door of the place. Yeah. At the start of an episode and then getting onto some actual story. Yeah. Really enjoyed f- the first hour. season of that show. And then the second season yeah. kind of removed the sheen and was like, oh, this whole thing is very stupid. Yeah, it's bad. And sucks. Uh, now, episode one of season three, of course, they do play a uh, Death Grip song mm. while Marshawn Lynch, the football player, is on screen. That- and... Uh, v- incredible scene that episode is good yeah. all of the aaron paul stuff in that episode mm-hmm. i really liked but then there was an episode with no aaron paul and no uh, marshawn lynch and uh no forward momentum for the story and i decided it was not worth my time because since we started doing this show the value of my time has gone way up because i have so much sure. less of it so well hey you want anyway. forward momentum you gotta put marshawn in there speaking of valuing time <laughs> you don't understand these great marshawn lynch references i'm making <laughs> I know I don't. I know nah. he's a football player, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't. But he, forward momentum. Is he, he forward? I don't know. Like a running back. But he pushes through oh, people. Okay. I, it's, I didn't clock that as him on the show. Mm-hmm. I recognize the name as yeah. a football player, but I didn't know that was him. He's great. Who cares? Fantastic. Anything we need to leave people with? or are you? Did you have anything else you want to talk about? No. No, that's okay. all I've been eating with my eyes and ears. Been trying to pare down my picks as to not get too in the weeds because there's just too much stuff andy i'm watching too much yeah. i'm listening to too much uh, i'm excited to get that noise rock playlist out there for only me to listen to yeah. that's basically my big passion project right maybe now. we should keep talking so i don't have to go look at my phone because literally i feel like my <laughs> entire future is on the line i mean as long as you're okay with us talking while i do look at my phone <laughs> because my entire I, um, uh, Twitter is on on the phone. <laughs> I am um, exaggerating, <laughs> fairly dramatically uh-huh. saying that. Yeah, but I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Media.